Good morning, church. How are we today? It's an honor to stand before you today to deliver God's message from his word. Thank you, Elias, for reading Titus chapter 2 for us, where our message is from today, focusing on verses 11 to 14. So I'll read um, verses 11 to 14 again. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem from all who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Let us pray. Almighty God, thank you for bringing us all here today in your presence. We humbly seek your guidance from, for the sermon. Grant us the wisdom to deliver this message May your glory shine through our words and hearts transforming lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. As we start our journey through the year 2024 as Christians, we are called to be a light in this world, glorifying God through our actions and through our behaviour. Let us for a moment consider the road that we travelled on today to get to church as an example. Did you pass through any traffic lights? Were you tempted to speed through any red lights? Were you patient to wait through an orange light? Did you keep the speed limit as you went through the green lights? Titus chapter 2 has a lot to say about stopping, waiting and advancing, just like a traffic light for the people of God. In the same way, God's words direct our behaviour as we go through life. The grace of God, Jesus Christ, appeared 2,000 years ago as a man and gave himself for us gave us um, himself as a sacrifice on the cross for our sins to redeem us from all wickedness. Revelations chapter 5 verse 9 says, You were slain and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. What do these people in in heaven have common with us today? They obeyed the traffic lights the teachings of God and became a people of God's very own, eager to do what is good. We also have the same opportunity today. Jesus appeared as the word made flesh and showed us what God the Father is like. He also gave us his word, living and active, God-breathed, sound doctrine, to teach us how to live as his people in this present age. This present age 
is the age of information, also called the digital age. This age is characterized by the widespread use of technology and the rapid access to information. Look at our phones today. We can talk face to face with family across the world. They are our cameras. There's a camera recording our, the sermon today. They connect to everything. They connect to our cars, computers, TVs. They pay our bills and we can read the Bible on them. This is also the age of immigration. How many of us here today were born in another country? This is the age of transportation. How many of us have traveled to another city or state or another country? Anyone here with an electric car? All these benefit mark all these benefits mark the age, the present age that we live in. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom, it was the age of foolishness, it was the era of belief, it was the era of unbelief, it was the season of light, it was the season of darkness, it was the spring of hope, it was the winter of despair. These words were written by Charles Dickens back in 1859. The Bible is written for mankind in every age because fallen human nature does not change. Every generation, every age needs a saviour. So how do we live in, for God in this present age? There are two parts to this answer. When we look in verse 12, thou shalt not and thou shalt. In verse 12, it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. This is our red light. The red light demonstrates that we should stop and think about the repercussions of engaging in immoral behavior. This present age is the age of ungodliness, just as it has been in the past. Judges chapter 21 verse 25 says, In those days Israel had no king, everyone did as they saw fit. We have the woke generation today. There are people today who woke up yesterday thinking they know more than God. The Bible says no to child sacrifice. These days we call it abortion. In 2015, it's estimated that Queensland killed between 10 and 15,000 unborn babies that year. The Bible says no to elder sacrifice. Today we call it voluntary assisted dying of the burdensome. And last year it became um, legal in Queensland. The Bible says no to transgenderism. God made us male and female. Resist temptation. We must reject the lure of sinful desires just as a driver resists the temptation to run a red light. When faced with temptation, we must keep in mind that our actions show how devoted we are to Jesus and how much we want to adhere to his teachings. 
avoid negative influences, like how a driver avoids dangerous intersections. We should steer clear of environments and relationships that may lead us astray. Uh, and an old friend of mine wanted to catch up last night with a few other friends at, um, at the pub. I hadn't seen him in about 10 years. And I'm here this morning because I said no to his plans. Alcohol. Although it doesn't directly refer to drinking as a sin, we could interpret that God's word to mean that we should not be led astray by drinking or any other substance abuse in general. What is playing in our homes? Filthy language, sexual content in music, movies, on our TVs, computers, phones. Turn it off, change the channel. I don't know if anyone says that anymore, change the channel. Um, close the app, delete the app. Um, in this present age, a young, young man, young boy, can see more women on his phone in 10 minutes than Solomon did in his entire life. The Bible teaches us to say no and stop to these things. Surrounding ourselves with fellow believers and engaging in positive, edifying activities will help us maintain a godly lifestyle. Living in ungodliness and worldly passions is a red light saying stop for all the people of God. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, the green light telling us to go. Titus chapter 2 verse 12 tells us to actively go in pursuit of godly living. It isn't a fast race, a fast race, but a deliberate journey guided by self-control, godliness, and a passion for good works. This present age requires navigating through life's intersections with a green light mentality. The family unit of husband, wife, and children is God's unit in society, passed down through ages to include the presently ungod, to include the present ungodly age of the corrupt generation which seeks to destruction of what God has established and yes there are also those who have received the gift of singleness too earlier in the chapter we see um, Paul talking to the church firstly to older men because the buck stops with you as it did with Adam to be sober a man of your word, not easily angered, and to have self-control. Men of faith, love, and of patience. Each generation takes the father's sins to a new level. But think of the value of a godly man to his family. Secondly, 
to the older women, be modest, sober, and not gossipers. Be examples to your daughters and your granddaughters of what it means to be a godly wife, mother, and also a homemaker. Submissive to your husbands so that the word of God is not discredited. Then it follows to the young men. It says to be self-controlled and disciplined. Look at 40 players in the news all the time. Young, invincible, no self-control, no discipline. There was a very well-respected all-black named Kevin Mialam, and he was a devout Christian. It was his job to keep the All Blacks team in line on the field and also off the field. He would make a visit to each player after the game and say to them, the game is over. Remember, you're still an All Black. Acts like one. The same can be said for us too. After church, we are still Christians. Proverbs 29 verse 17 says, Discipline your son, and he will give you peace. He will bring you the delights you desire. Also in Proverbs 1 verse 7 says, Fools despise wisdom and discipline. This is the word of God. We won't find it in our schools or our psychologists. Young men, don't be wild and disobedient. Instead, show self-control. What about when we're at work? Do we show our boss respect and work hard whether he is at work or on holiday? How long is your smoker when the boss is away? Colossians 3 verse 23 says, Whatever you do, work at it for the Lord, not for human masters. This is our Christian witness. How can we live this way? Only by the saving grace of Jesus Christ our Lord. This teaching is for the people of God. Why should we live this way? 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 19 says, If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are all people most to be pitied. Won't we be different? Sure. Will we be persecuted? Probably. But wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Second Peter chapter four verse chapter three verse four says, Where is this coming he promised? Ever since our ancestors died. Everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. History is not random. God has a plan. Psalm 103 verse 19 says, The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Wait patiently for the Lord's return. The future is guaranteed. 
This is our orange lights. Um, to conclude this message, Jesus Christ came to save us from this corrupt generation and to prepare for himself to be people of his very own. A people who listen to the traffic lights of the scriptures, who stop at the red light of ungodliness and worldly passions, who wait patiently at the orange lights for the blessed hope's return, and who follow the green light of self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. Thank you, Church. Uh, let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Help us to navigate through life, knowing when to stop, wait and go. Help us to pursue a godly life and patiently wait with hope for Christ's glorious return. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.